All right. The Bobby Bones Post Show Pre Show. I haven't heard this clip, but this is the awkward, uh, awkward celebrity <laughs> encounter clip. Eddie, you pulled, where'd you pull this from? Yeah, I pulled this from the OSIS podcast. Uh, it's a, one of the, the person that does the midday shift on the bull in Denver. It's her podcast. So it's her and her sister, and they're talking about you. And the, this girl, Denise, is talking about how she goes on the air right after Bobby Bones. She, and the sister goes, oh, oh, my gosh, I have a dumb Bobby Bones story of how I met him for the first time. Okay, do I look bad in this? No, not at all. Oh, okay. I played, I played anyway, <laughs> but I would just kind of no, brace no, no. myself. You don't look it. bad, no. Okay, here is an um, awkward celeb encounter clip. My cell phone starts ringing, and it's Denise on a FaceTime. And so... Yeah. So I pick up the phone and you're like, hey, I'm backstage. <laughs> and you're like, I'm with Bobby Bones and I know you love him. Want to meet him? And I'm like, Denise, look, I have like a big glob of ointment on my eye. And she's like, here, Bobby, <laughs> say hi to my sister. And so I have this FaceTime interaction with Bobby Bones. It was super awkward. I, remember that. I forgot to talk about that. I remember when this went down. I think we were in Cheyenne. I think Denise was in Cheyenne and she did FaceTime her sister. I remember this. You know, I wouldn't have even notice ointment. I, I expect people to be in ointment when they're at home on FaceTime. <laughs> you know, if you're, if you're pulling somebody out quickly and they're at home, they're probably in a t-shirt. And yeah, just real life, own I, it. I, don't, I never get off one of those because people do that sometimes. Like, I hey, talk to my friend and I'm like, I cannot believe you're only wearing a t-shirt. I demand <laughs> black tie. No, that's funny though. Um, let's see. Oh, I want to bring this up too real quick because we don't have a lot of time. Our CEO is in the building today. Yeah, yeah. Should have told me I didn't dress up. Yeah, I didn't. We didn't tell anybody. Shirt and tie would have been on. The, the only no, it wouldn't have. <laughs> oh, you're right. I don't <laughs> have tie tie. The only person. Did you know? I knew. How? You told me. Did I? Mm-hmm. Oh, that no, that's why you guys make up. She's wearing lipstick. Oh, yeah, that's I right. I, I like, remember. I, I told you the hockey game, didn't I? I don't remember when it came up, but it was casual. Oh. You weren't like... Yeah, I was like, don't dress up, but just so you know. Oh. Yeah, he didn't say that. I think he said something. I don't know. But I was I with her know. somewhere. Yeah, it's not like it, he was trying to keep it from y'all. Great. I did tell Scuba Steve, though. Scuba okay. Steve. Oh. Okay. I told Scuba. I told Amy. <laughs> Scuba Steve was dressed. I walked in today, and I was like, dang, Scuba, why are you so dressed? And I was like, aha, the mm. CEO. We clean up the building. The, the studio looks nice and everything, so yeah. But like, I, this, our, the CEO of our company... Same guy who started MTV, same guy who's done a lot of stuff, but him and I are basically buds. And he was like, hey, I'm in Nashville, let's hang out. And I was like, okay, he's like, are you vaccinated yet? I was like, no, I wish, I don't know where to get one. And he's like, well, I'm vaccinated because he's over 65. He's like, but I don't want to take you somewhere and you get COVID. And he said, well, he said, where can we go? I said, why don't you just come to the studio? I said, I'm tested three times a week anyway. He's like, well, I'm not worried about it, I'm vaccinated. And I was like, okay, so we'll just come to the studio then. And so I knew he was going to get here. So I told Scoob, I said, hey, just make sure the place is. Oh, my gosh. And I said, make sure the chairs oh. are in. And good thing, right? <laughs> yeah, the chairs look great. Oh, yeah. We great. look like he, crap. He sat in the chair. Yeah. And. Uh, Y'all do not. You look I'll, great. I'm wearing sweatpants, guys. Come on. Like, hey, check out, my, check out my pants. I'm going to stand up. Hold on. Look at these. See my jeans? Oh. Uh-uh. I don't see the bottom of those. They're sweats, dude. <laughs> what? You kidding Wait, me? <laughs> they're sweatpants that look like denim. That's yeah. hilarious. That is amazing. They look dude. like jeans. They do. Yeah, and they're sweats. They're joggers. That's awesome. Can I see? Come stand. Hold on. So Hold like on. He's coming pants. around the corner so I can see. Exactly. <laughs> I oh, they really do. That's they do. Hilarious. They look like joggers. You could probably Hold on. size down. I could. Just a little big. Yeah, but those but, are but, hilarious. Yeah, but Bobby, because they look like jeans, you need them to be tight. <laughs> they even have a button. button drawn on. Are these 
Honestly, oh. dude, they don't look like sweatpants. They look like jeans. Do they make those for girls? It's great. Wow. Baller though, huh? <laughs> you you need a size down. That's what she. We we had to go shopping yesterday for a photo shoot, a video shoot that we're doing for my Nat Geo show. We have to do the, all the promo stuff for it, and I'm like, let's just get. I'm gonna get mediums, and we kept putting them on, and they kept being too big. She's like, why do you keep asking for mediums? You wear small. You just didn't want to uh, buy a small. No, I never oh. want to buy a small. Yeah. I feel like you could go extra small. Oh, okay. these are me. No, the, these are mediums. I know. Okay. <laughs> hey, let me ask you on the sweatpants real quick, because I, I got some of the Pimp and Joy sweatpants, and, and I think they fit right, but they're short, and so now my they're, socks show. They're joggers. Okay, so that's like how they're Bobby's supposed to be. Jog- yes, yeah, they're supposed these to. These are. Look at this. So they're. See these? Mm-hmm. Yes. For a normal, yes, yes. that's normal. I, I, feel, I feel like sometimes they're like, oh, these are a little short. No, that's cool. Okay. Ask not the Ray. 90s, not the 90s anymore, bro. All right, thanks, Ray man. knows yeah. what's up. Yeah, that's the stylish thing, dude. It's not like the baggy sweatpants your dad wore. Right, okay. Yeah. And I and Caitlin gives me crap because I still like to wear baggy shorts from like back when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hey, you know what? Arkansas Razorback 1994 national championship team. <laughs> so embarrassing. You're not the Fab Five, you know? So, uh... But anyway, I like these pants. My point is, we got to go because Bob, our CEO, is here. Um, point is, you were like, hey, Bob, wore jeans for you. Like, <laughs> I, I, thought they were I jeans. did. I put these on because I, I never came out from behind the desk because I had, uh, I don't have shoes on. Those are cool, man. Thank you very much. All right, that's it. Enjoy today's show. We'll have a longer one of these tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Hey guys, welcome to Monday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Glad everybody's here. Hope you had a good weekend. All the things you say. Let me play a voicemail number number seven here on the list because we've been talking about if I can wear my wedding ring, which I don't put on yet because I'm not married, but I want to wear it around my neck. If I can wear it around my neck until the wedding. Here you go. Hey, good morning, studio. People who do that usually have lost their spouse. When their spouse dies, they wear the wedding ring around their neck. So you might get questioned about that. Have you lost your spouse? Stuff like that. But anyway, love your show. Bye. Appreciate that voicemail. Never even knew that was a thing. Yeah. But I'll be proud to say, no, I haven't. Right. Thank you for asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can just answer that. Yeah. And be cool with it. She's live and she rocks. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of relationships, I have a couple things down. Uh, first of all, Amy, you have a friend that's doing relationship citations? Oh, yes, yes. So she uses post-it notes and then leaves them out for her husband. Like, you know, if he's on his phone too long, like she'll write up a citation and then put it on his bathroom mirror. And it's like, you know, you can pay this off by doing... Because, you know, when you get a citation, there's a there's a fine. Yeah, yeah. What's the fine? And so I massages... Dishes, like different ideas that she comes up with, but she said it's working. I don't know. I would just, I'd be finding Caitlin for the dumbest thing just to get the stuff I want. Right. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying this is a good thing to do or healthy in relationships, but she started, I don't know if maybe it's some fun game they play. Like, here's a citation on a post-it note. He, he shows up in a police officer uniform. All right, it's time to pee. Yeah. So I thought it was funny because, yes, it did make me think of you and Caitlin, how you have the rules, especially with you and the phone. And I'm like, God, what if Caitlin started writing up citations? <laughs> you know? Oh, I'd be fined all the time for a phone. It'd be taken away. <laughs> One time we were, she was being funny and she was like, hey, hey, get off the phone for a second. Let's, let's talk about this. And I was like, yeah. So she grabbed my phone and typed in a code into my phone that wasn't the right code. And it goes incorrect. 
And I was like, what are you doing? Then she does it again and goes incorrect. And he goes, what are you doing? She, again, it goes incorrect. You've been locked out for one minute. And I was like, wait, what? Oh, Got him. And then she grabbed it again, did it again. And goes, you've been locked out for five minutes. She goes, now you can't bend your phone for five minutes. Wow. <laughs> See, there you go. You've been a bad boy. <laughs> I can't get out there. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's talk to Corey, who lives in Nashville, Tennessee, who is on the phone here. We were talking about Lunchbox's car. Remember this? And Scuba Steve said it was so dirty he couldn't even get into it. Oh, yeah. I mean, we all know that. Right. Ugh. Hey, Corey, what's going on with you? Hey, guys. How are you? Pretty good. Morning, studio. Morning. <laughs> yeah, um, so Lunchbox's car is uh, filthy. Is that correct? I mean, filthy is a good word for sure. Yeah. The, the, the low end of it. I mean, it, it's not just dirty. It's just also filled with clothes. It's filled with... Uh, Trash. Recycling. In quotations, balls, Cans, bottles, bats, soccer, Spiders. yes, living creatures, <laughs> yeah, great and small. It's like Noah's Ark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, for insects. Yes, for everything, everything. Nice. Well, I own a mobile detailing company, and I would love the opportunity or the challenge, I guess, to make his car look like it's not um, uh, a you know, living. Experiment. We'll yeah, take it. Like it. We'll take it. It's like, it was like a terrarium where they had like the uh, tarantula living, mm. and um, so lunchbox. You say you'll take it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we'll take it. Woohoo! Right on. All right. Well, I'll let you two handle well, the lovebirds. <laughs> yeah, just leave yeah. your info and yeah, you put them on hold, Raymond. Corey, that's very nice of you. Heck, do all of ours while you're up here, right? Don't be piggybacking off my bad don't, car. Well, don't worry. We'll, don't worry. What was his name again? Corey? Yeah. Uh, ours won't take as long. <laughs> <laughs> Set a whole day aside for Lunchbox. We need about a, a 15 minutes for ours. It's the Good News Countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. All right, here we go. Let's count down the five best, quickest, make you feel good news stories of the week. Number five. It's nice to see something uplifting on a news broadcast. A reporter in Washington, D.C. named Bob Bernard was on location when a happy puppy came running up to him in the middle of the street. He picked her up, he kept her safe, and then the owner finally showed up. Here's a clip from the newscast where the puppy randomly comes running up. Uh-oh, this dog just ran out here. Um, hey, come here, come here. I don't see an owner. Hello, hello. <laughs> Life is good. I won't charge for this. This is a freebie. <laughs> Stay I'm so sorry. No, are you okay? Did she really just run out? Yes, she just jumped through the gate. Oh, she got through the gate. She wanted to see us. Everybody loves a puppy. There you go. Number four. Acts of kindness are on the rise. Over half of us say that we have experienced a random act of kindness in the last year. A new survey found most of us think that in general, people have become kinder during the pandemic. And one in three say random acts of kindness are contagious. Do you think of anything happened to you? I was trying to carry a box into the FedEx store the other day, and I was struggling a little bit, and a guy just ran over. He wasn't even coming to the FedEx store and helped get a box and got the door. That was nice. That was Random. nice. Yeah. I didn't have to do that. Ed, anything happened to you? Yeah, I was part of uh, one of those pay-it-forward things at Starbucks. I got my coffee picked up. They're like, hey, the person in front of you paid for it. Pretty cool. Lunchbox? No. All right. No. <laughs> I was at the grocery store during the big ice storm. And we were trying to find a car anywhere, and this guy was by himself. It was me and Caitlin, and he was like, "You guys going in now?" I was like, "He's like, just take my cart. Uh, I'll find another one out there." And he just went and walked in the room. We That's like, so nice. We were like, "All right, appreciate that." So maybe there is something to that. Number three. 
There's a couple in Chicago who go to the same restaurant each year to mark the anniversary of their first date, and they celebrated their 20th last week by leaving the staff a $2,000 tip. Here are some of the employees talking about it. We have a lot of these type of guests. They've come in, they've started their families here. He was very specific. He wanted to make sure it was shared with all the staff. You know, it almost makes you want to, like, cry when people are that generous. It just really put a smile on everybody's face here. Number two. Amy Hawkins is a 110-year-old vet. Ever since the end of World War I, she dreamt of becoming a world-class entertainer. She toured with a dance company across the country, but she was discouraged and stopped by her mom, who thought the profession was unladylike. Well, now, with the help of her great-grandson, she is finally getting the recognition she sought after. She went viral singing on TikTok. <laughs> Here's a clip. She's 110 years old. Hit it. It's a long, long way to Tipperary, and my heart lies there. <laughs> 110. That's crazy. That's crazy. And finally, here we go. Number one. 7,500 healthcare workers got to go to the Super Bowl, which we talked about, but it just came out that three doctors ended up saving someone's life on their flight home from it. Have you heard this story? No. They were flying to LA when a woman on board had a medical emergency and couldn't breathe. So they got the pilot to make an emergency landing in Houston. They got home late, obviously, and went right to work a half hour later. Wow. So, I mean, if I'm up there and something's happening to me and there are three doctors on the plane, I'm feeling pretty good about the the odds of that situation. That was the Good News Countdown. As we start another week, here's some Monday motivation for you. It's all about chasing your dreams no matter who tells you you can or can't do it. And this is from Steve Harvey. When he was in sixth grade, his teacher gave the class an assignment. Write down what you want to be when you grow up. Here he is talking about it. I told everybody at 10 years old I was going to be on TV. I had a severe stuttering problem. So when I wrote on that paper, the assignment was write on a piece of paper what you want to be when you grow up. I'm 10. I wrote, I want to be on TV. Teacher called me to the front of the class, and she just said, why would you write something like this on your paper? And I'm standing there. I'm trying to get it. She said, look at you standing there. You can't even talk. How they going to put somebody like you on TV? So every Christmas, I send her a flat screen TV. (laughs) The teacher has since passed away, and he didn't go into how many TVs he sent her (laughs) over the years, but they appeared to be on good terms before she passed. But isn't that a great story? I love, I love that. it. The fact that he just kept sending your TVs. That's <laughs> great. Like, somebody hates it. I'm going to tell you what happened to me last week. Raymundo sends me a note. And I don't want to get into it because I'll get fired up. Raymundo sends me a note and goes, hey, there's a, a radio dude in Cincinnati or Cleveland or somewhere that's bashing you. And he goes, I have the clip. And he knows it's going to fire me up. <laughs> he knows. I mean, I was seeing red. And it's just a washed-up radio guy talking talking crap because I don't know what didn't happen in his career. I have no idea. But Raymundo sends it to me, and I started to go, what can I send him? And Because I re- remembered this story. I'm not going to send him anything. I'm just going to go, hey, you know what? I'm going to let you be a hater and me be a lover? I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but, Ray, you know that was going to drive me crazy, right? Yeah, I know, but at the same time, it's like it, you want somebody to hear it if it was going on behind their back, and that's what I did. I, I know, right? Like, that's the friend move, right, to let me know? Yeah, for sure. He sent me a note. He goes, hey, this guy's talking crap about you. And I was like, what? And then he goes, uh, I'll have it for you tomorrow. I emailed him at like 11 p.m. I was like, no, I need to hear it now. And then Caitlin's like, what's wrong with you? I was like, I'm going freaking crazy. If there's not a... If there's a there's another radio dude 
I'm getting fired up right now. I have the audio ready to go. Yeah, play I'm the clip. Gonna, no, I'm not going to play the clip. <laughs> Near, far, <laughs> wherever you are. Okay, that's Monday Motivation, courtesy of Steve Harvey. Thank you very much. Bobby Bone Show. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Jake Owen shared a cover of Journey's song, Faithfully. You stand by me. I'm forever Faithfully. Blake Shelton talks about what surprised him the most about fiance Gwen Stefani when he met her. That first season, you know, she was she was in the middle of she had just had a baby, and I, the thing that I remember and that I remember saying about her when people would ask is like, oh my God, that girl, she's unbelievable. She drives a, a minivan to work. Like, you know, like, I thought rock stars come in and they're, you know, Rolls Royce or whatever, and Gwen was driving a, a, a black minivan. I remember that. Uh, and so, you know, I, I, it was it was very, very like, we knew each other, we worked together, but there really wasn't much of a friendship even. Jordan Davis recently shaved his long beard and he talked about not wanting to grow it back out. I mean, I even look at some of my wedding photos and I'm like, goodness gracious, that beard was massive. But I definitely like having a beard. I'll never be like a clean shaven guy. So maybe somewhere in between, you know, caveman where I'm at now, I think it's a good spot for, for the beard. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. I want to tell you about this dog named Skipper. It's an Aussie border collie mix, but it was born with six legs. Did you see this in the news? No, I didn't. The brand new puppy was born with a bunch of disorders. It looks like she's going to make it, but she has one head, one chest cavity, but double everything below her pelvis. The first of her kind to survive birth. Other dogs have been like that in, but didn't come out and weren't able to live. The newborn pup has quite the following with her Skipper's Journey page. It's got 100,000 fans. Milkbone has also decided to help with her vet bills and are giving her a lifetime supply of treats. Oh, that's awesome. And you know there's going to be no shortage of a line to adopt this dog. It's crazy that she was able to survive and everybody's stepping up to make sure that that Skipper has a good life. That's pretty cool, huh? Yes. Wow, that I saw the picture of it and I thought at first it was in another country. I thought it was in it was like some I I don't know. I just assume when things are born like this it ain't <laughs> us. But it, that's nuts, huh? I'm going to look up a picture now. Shout out Oklahoma City, just in general. That's awesome. Thank you. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from China. Thousands of people were without power for a couple hours, all because one man wanted to work out. He was wanting to do some sit-ups. He's like, where should I go? He climbed up a utility pole to do sit-ups off the pole. Wow. And so they had to cut power to thousands of homes to make sure he got down safely. Man, if you're climbing a pole to do sit-ups, you must be ripped. I'd like to see a picture of this guy. Because <laughs> if I'm like, I'm going to do sit-ups, I'm just going to get on the floor. Yeah, and he must have those boots with spikes on it to get up the pole. And think about that. Yeah. There's a lot of elements to this story that I'd like to dissect a little farther. Okay, Lunchbox, thank you. I'm Lunchbox. That's your Bonehead Story of the Day. Today I'll be handing out the Employee of the Month Award for February to the winner... This award is meant to recognize your hard work, your skills, your innovation, your creativity, or just your team spirit. You know? 
Love it. Who's got spirit? Yes, we do. What? It's too late. Votes already in. No, I... <laughs> we got spirit. spirit. How, How about, about you? you? There's no oh, vote. Boy. It's a yeah. single vote. Well, that's what I mean. And I can be sh- I, I can be persuaded. Oh, no, I wasn't. Your haircut looks good. It's all right. I, I, didn't, get, I didn't get a haircut. I um, <laughs> want to take a moment to recognize all of you for what you do for this show. There will be one winner, and their reward is two things. Oh, yeah. They will get $50 in CHC. Cash? C-H-C. Cold part oh, cash! Yeah! And they'll get to do a segment of their choice. Okay? Mm-hmm, okay. But it doesn't matter what it is. Any Anything. segment? We'll put it on the air. Cool. Why don't just sit here quietly? <laughs> oh, my gosh, Amy. <laughs> Sabotage the show. Yeah, so last month, the last month we did this, Scuba Steve was the employee of the month. He is the reigning champion and the remaining, uh, the, the reigning employee of the month. And Lunchbox was the runner-up last, last time. Uh, everybody has a 30-second speech. <laughs> So you all wrote a 30-second speech of what you would have said if you won. So once you're eliminated, you give your speech. Love it. Yeah. The first person eliminated for the Employee of the Month is... Eddie. What? Already? Yeah, bud. What? It's a tough day in the neighborhood. Wow. I for sure thought I was going to win it. Okay. Eddie, you're not Employee of the Month. What would you have said in your speech? Here we go. Unlike the Oscars, I walk up with my paper. I'm a little shaky. (laughs) Thank you, guys. I... I told myself I wouldn't cry. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, sometimes in your job, you love it so much that you just don't realize how hard you work sometimes. And sometimes it's not about how hard you work. It's if someone will ever notice. Well, this time somebody noticed. And finally, I get recognized for working as hard as I really do. I promise I won't let you down. I will continue to work as hard as I have been working. And thank you so much. God bless. You're getting played off. Oh, yeah, I'm going to run out of time. Eddie, I'm sorry. We didn't notice this month. Wow. I know. Up next, who does not win Employee of the Month? Phone screener, Abby. Oh, She did a heck of a job, but you did not win this month. Abby, you answer the phones. People call. You're you're nice. You, You put them through. But you did not win this month. What would you like to say? You have 30 seconds. Okay, first off, don't ever, if you're listening out there, don't ever let anyone tell you there's nothing you can't do. Because one day you could be sitting here listening or answering 500 phone calls a day. And then next you're winning Employee of the Month. (laughs) No, but I would like to thank Bobby, uh, all our listeners, and all everyone on the show because they make work really fun going to. And lastly, I just want to dedicate this to my grandpa because he was my favorite person ever. (laughs) And he taught me that hard work dedication and uh, how you treat others will get you places. So, thank you. Hope you feel good about yourself. Her grandpa gets nothing. (laughs) That's their speech if they would have won, but they didn't. Up next, who did not win Employee of the Month? Morgan number two. (laughs) What is your speech if you would have won? Oh, Okay. Um, well, I would like to thank Bobby for picking me, for our listeners constantly rooting me on on our social media pages because I'm always dealing with the trolls and mean comments. But, you know, it's not even... I want to let everybody know that even though I won this award, it's not going to stop me from doing as good as I do on our social media pages and supporting all of you guys always. There so. she is. Oh, yeah. nice. Good speech. Good speech. I kind of want to put Abby back in it after the grandpa's thing. <laughs> you said you couldn't be persuaded. Dang. The next person who did not win it is Mike D. 
Oh, wow. I know. I know. My your speech you would have given if you'd have won? Oh, man, I can't believe I won. I'm so happy. <laughs> I was in the top three last time, so I was really feeling like this could be my time. Thanks to Bobby for believing me, believing in me and giving me the opportunity to work my dream job. Thanks to my fellow co-workers here. But most importantly, thanks to all the listeners making my dream possible. B-Team, this one's for you. Wow. wow. He's going to thank it, B-Team. By the way, this isn't a ranking. I don't, you didn't get cut earlier because you weren't closer to the win. You sure? Because that was first. Uh-huh. No, and the, I feel stupid. The only people that are ra- that are ranked <laughs> are one and two. Okay. There's a runner-up and there's a Because it was really close? Yes. Okay. Well, no, but there's still a one and two. Okay. These aren't in any order. The next person who did not win, Utility Hillary. Oh. She did not win. Such a hard worker. I know. If Scuba goes back to back. Oh, he could. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. Hillary, go ahead. 30 seconds. Thank you so much for picking me to be employee of the month. I will continue to work hard every day. Thank you, Bobby, for choosing me and keeping me around here. Thank you to my coworkers and thank you to my family for always pushing me to achieve my dreams. This is such a big honor. There you go. Too bad it isn't. I know. <laughs> You're just uh, flipping us on here. We're giving away the monthly employee of the month award. Everybody writes a speech and when they get cut, they have to read their speech anyway. Next up... The person who did not win it, Amy. Oh, man. Really? Okay, so Bo- Bobby uh, must be overlooking everything. A, lo- <laughs> a lot of other things uh, in my life that have hindered uh, my work. But, you know, you should always give 100% at work. 12% on Monday, 23% on Tuesday, <laughs> 40% on Wednesday, 20% on Thursday, and 5% on Friday. <laughs> Does that add up? Amy's is like a comedy speech. She knew she wasn't going to win. She found you know, the memes. My boss also asked me to start this uh, little acceptance speech off with a little joke. So here I've got a copy of my payslip. Of my what? Your payslip? Payslip. Get it? Okay. A joke? Yeah. Okay. The, there she is, no. everybody. That's why you do the morning corner. Okay. No, uh, honestly, there's no way I was going to win this. So next. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Only three people remain. <laughs> Stop it with Lunchbox. Stop it with Lunchbox being one of the last. This is ridiculous. What are you talking about? I mean, the three that are left are solid. Same you stop it. Look at him in the eyes and say what he does is solid. He has been. A leg- <laughs> Lunchbox has stepped up significantly. And he just wants to hate the hate. He the three left he hates are he ain't. Lunchbox, former runner-up. Let's go! Raymundo. Yeah! Or, who might be drunk. <laughs> Ray, yeah. Or reigning champion. Oh, my gosh. Scuba D. Yeah. Amy, who do you think wins? Man, it's hard. I feel like Scuba Steve is amazing, but he did get it last time. And while the work ethic has stayed the same, or the, the we all have good work ethic here, but while his work has stayed the same. That. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how you all oh, eliminated no. people. What? No, the, I, ethic is there for everybody. Uh-huh. But um, okay, so, but I think we move on to either Ray or Lunchbox, and it's really hard because Ray works so hard. Like his hours are ridiculous. The next person who did not win uh, Employee of the Month. Is Scuba Steve did not yeah, win. Okay. Yes. What's up? What's up? Wow, back to back. At first, I was under the impression that I was going to be the first and only Bobby Bones Show Employee of the Month. So, thank you for bringing back this prestigious award. This time around, I'd like to thank my best friend, partner in crime, soulmate, and mother to my two beautiful children, my wife. 
She's been with me on this deranged journey, putting up with all of my crap along the way, supporting me and always here for me. So I love you. This award's for you. He did not win the award, by the way. Mm. There are two people left. Oh, boy. Let's go. Let's go. The two people are Lunchbox. Yep. And Raymundo. Yeah. The winner of the award wins $50 in CHC. Woo! Say it with me. Cold Hard Cash. Let's go. And they get to pick their own segment, whatever they want to do. 50 quick picks. It's tough. Ain't that tough. But I can tell you. Yeah, it's not that tough. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, let's be real. What I'm going to do is announce the winner, and then the person I don't announce will give their speech. Okay? So this is the person and winner. The winner of Employee of the Month. Oh, Eddie, just get that camera on me because you are going to gonna eat you alive. February, what, Amy? Well, the winner still does a speech, though, right? Yeah, but we'll, after we announce it, we'll okay. do it. Yeah. The winner, Employee of the Month, February 2021. <laughs> Winning 50 bucks CHC. Say it with me. Cold Hard Cash. It's a lunchbox. Is... Yeah! No! Yeah! No! Oh my gosh. I'm Stop a- yelling. When he starts pointing, so I gotta get excited. When he's kind of pointing towards me, the I get winner it. is Raymundo! Let me say why. Let me say why. Let me say why. The only person to come, to drive through the ice every single day during the winter storm. <clears throat> Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Every day to get to work. <clears throat> was, it was only Raymundo. Every stayed no, well, The first time we were like, are we, how are we going to get on the air? You know who went to the hotel first and just said, I'm staying in a hotel in case it gets bad? Raymundo. Who's here before us? Raymundo. Who's here after us? Raymundo. <laughs> Lunchbox. What, is he not here after us? Nah, he leaves pretty early, but it's good. <laughs> but he gets here early. He gets here early. Lunchbox, as a as a two-time runner-up, read your speech, please. Listen, guys, you want to be employee of the month? Be like me. You got to go to space. That's what you do. You take dedication, huge step, and shoot, volunteer to go to outer space for the show. Then you leave your family, your two kids, your wife, and your dog in the middle of the night, and you trek through the snow, and you Ooh. spend the night at a hotel. That's true. Absolutely. I mean, when he didn't you volunteer, yeah, he was I know, forced. but he did do that. And if he could drive to a hotel, why couldn't he drive to work? No, he. But he, 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 he did. Like, anyway, finish up, guys. Listen, when you want to be employee of the month, just look at me and resemble that life, and you will get there. All the haters hate, and I'm great. Sorry, Eddie, <laughs> you can't be me. Thank you, and I applaud. I'll take tips. Questions off the air. Questions off the air. Raymundo, you are now the 2021 February Employee of the Month. Let me say a couple things. Raymundo does uh, pretty much everything you hear in your ears as far as any sort of sound you hear, the noise, commercials. He's pushing buttons. He's sitting behind a microphone right now. He's running. He's he's working the phones. Like He'll turn somebody up when I call their name. He just does it all. Raymundo, your speech, please, champ. Clicking those buttons. Bones, thank you. I'll make this quick. I accept this on behalf of me, my wife, Dr. Unger, and our 23 eggs. I want my future 23 kids to ask me about this award. I'm going to tell them the story of February 2021, a pandemic, a snowstorm, and an undying commitment to work and to work for the Bobby Bone Show. To those 23 eggs sitting in a freezer at Vanderbilt, 
Daddy did it. <laughs> Daddy really did it. <laughs> yeah. Daddy yeah. did it. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Dr. Unger. I, I don't know what I got to do, guys. Ridiculous. I don't know. No, maybe next month. It I mean, I w- I'm going to space. I went to a murder but house. I don't know. That murder house was like three months ago. <laughs> Stop hanging yeah. on to well, That's what I'm saying. That month, I didn't even win. I drove seven hours to a murder house, 12 hours to a murder Ray house. Raymond, congratulations. Uh, thank bud. you. A waitress in Hollywood raided some of her celebrity customers. Her name is Annie Bond. Here she is describing Ryan Gosling and Eva Mendez. Leslie Mann and Judd Apatow, Lady Gaga and Anna Faris. Ryan Gosling and Eva Mendez casually strolled up one night and they had their kids and they were so gorgeous and so polite. Uh, 11 out of 10. Judd Apatow and Leslie Mann, who I wanted to like so much, but they were so rude and maybe they were just having a bad day. So 1 out of 10. Lady Gaga, queen of my heart. She remembered everybody's names. She always looked flawless. She's extremely nice. She's a goddess. 5 million out of 10. Anna Faris is the kindest, most wonderful person alive. I wish she was my best friend. 20 out of 10. Well, you, when you go over 10 like that, I know you, you hate that, but them. it's an expression. I, okay. Yeah. You, you know how annoyed I am by it? One gazillion out of 10. <laughs> I know. You, that and like using literally when you don't mean well, literally. I can't you. judge the two next to each other. How am I supposed to judge Lady Gaga versus Ryan Gosling and Eva Mendez when she went over on both of them? Yeah, exactly. You can't judge no, them next I to each other. No, I say when you go way over, it means like, wow, wow, wow. Uh, she did a second video. Here she is describing some other celebrities. Keanu Reeves. He came in for a lunch with industry stiffs, orders a dozen oysters to himself. He was so humble, paid for the whole bill, tipped super well. Red pill out of 10, 100% would die for Keanu Reeves. The gorgeous Drew Barrymore. She came in for like a week straight. She was pregnant. She was always in a hurry, always super nice about it. Was just a ray of sunshine and bubbles for my day. I adore her. A thousand out of 10. Next we have Drake. He has so many security guards. He drank rosé on ice. He ate a kale salad. He was fine. Six out of ten. <laughs> he was drank Rosé on ice and a kale salad. Oh boy. I like more the ones they don't love. Hardcore? I like the ones where they're like, you know what? <laughs> Alright, today is the first of the month. Just to remind you, Bone Thugs and Harmony from the 90s. <laughs> Thank goodness, March 1st. We're rolling along here. Uh, famous first, as we mentioned earlier, who is the first man on the moon? Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong. Right, good. Okay, everybody, write your answer down. You'll all be answering each of these questions. And if you miss it, you go home. Well, no, no, because you'd like to go home. You stay here. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, I can go back to sleep. <laughs> okay, here you go. Famous firsts. What city is home to the first Starbucks? Got it. Eddie's yeah. in. Amy's in. Lunchbox, you in? Oh, I'm in for the win. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Uh, Lunchbox. Seattle. Eddie. Seattle. Amy. Seattle. Nice job. That is correct. Shout out Seattle. Question number two. We are, excuse me. We the people are the first three words in what historic U.S. document? In. Oh, man. I'm in for the win. Lunchbox is in. Eddie's in. Amy, are you in? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Amy, what do you have? <laughs> oh, boy. Declaration of Independence. Incorrect. That's oh all right. Boy. Shoot. Oh, boy. Did you put that, too? No. What'd you put? The Constitution. That's, yeah. Oh, we the people. Duh. Lunchbox? <laughs> well, I started to write down preamble, but then I was like, I don't even know what that is. I've just heard that word, so I put Constitution. Well, the preamble Shoot. is literally the preamble to the Constitution. Yes. Oh. Which okay. is that, right? And it is. We the people, yeah. right? There you go. 
Oh, we had to memorize a preamble in fourth what's grade. What's wrong with me? That, I could, no other words were coming to my brain besides what I wrote down. You have been eliminated. Oh, I don't even get to play? No. You go home. Hey, yeah. Not really, though. But. That's how it usually happens with the games. I usually get out early, but it, you just, <laughs> you'll get used to it. Why did I? Okay. <laughs> what are the first five words of the Star Spangled Banner? In. One, two, three, four. Okay, I got it. I'm in for the win. Lunchbox? Oh, say can you see by the dark. Okay, that's more than five. Uh, I got Jose. Wait. See, when I was a kid, I called it Jose, so I almost thought four, but it was like, oh, say can you see. Oh, say can you see is correct. <laughs> Eddie, try Famous firsts. When listing the U.S. states alphabetically, what state comes first? Huh. How in the heck do I do that? Because you got to go with the second letter, right? Don't give him any hints. I'm like, I don't even know where to start. Um, what? Lunchbox? No, I'm saying when like listing I'm, tr- the US I'm trying to name all the states now. What state comes first? Got it. I'm in. Uh, I'm in for the win. Lunchbox? I would put Alabama. Eddie? That's Alabama, Bones. That is correct. Nice. It was that or Arkansas, and I'm like, I don't know. No, or Alaska there, bud. Oh, good one. Yeah, Thank or you. Albuquerque. That's, New Mexico. That's, that's not, uh, <laughs> see, that's why you're out. <laughs> so that's why I'm not playing. Wow, I was you really You thought excited. Albuquerque no, was a state? I know yes, it's a city. Yes. No, Shout out to Albuquerque, no, but you stay in a state. No, I know it's in New Mexico, which is right next to Colorado. I'm not s- stupid. You I, just, thought, I saw your face. Hey, you Amy, thought Albuquerque. Amy, <laughs> like, sorry, I need more coffee. I know. I'm not dumb to sound like it sometimes. All right, here we go. Who was the first president to live in the White House? Ooh. 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 This I know. This president was born in Albuquerque. <laughs> the state. Was he really? Was he? No. Oh. I'm in for I'm the in. win. Lunchbox? John Adams. Eddie? John Adams. Correct. It was being built during George Washington's first term. Who made the first American flag? I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. Lunchbox? Ross. Eddie? Betsy Ross. Correct. He just needs to say Ross? Yeah, last name works. Oh, cool. Betsy wouldn't have worked, but Ross would have. Jeopardy rules. Hmm. Next up. What was the first song that Bobby Bones danced to on season 27 of Dancing with the Stars? I'm out. In. Uh. Hmm. Dang, I should have watched that show. (laughs) I used to watch that show. I should have watched Dang it, uh, I should have watched. Um, it's embarrassing, Lunchbox. Dang. Need to an answer. Yeah. Uh, all right. What do you have? Night Train. What? Interesting. Jason you know, Aldean. I love some Aldean, so I got out there. And- <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> Eddie? Uh, T-R-O-U-B-L-E. By Travis Tritt. Yep. That is correct. Eddie is our winner. Come on! 
This song still gives me nightmares in my sleep. Yeah, dude, I bet. It's my first dance. I had no idea how to dance. I had no idea to do anything. Uh, Eddie is our winner. Come on. Play his song. Play Woo-hoo. his song. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Well, heads up, the tooth fairy payouts have hit an all-time high of $4.70 per tooth. That's up 67 cents from last year. And uh, kids up in the Northeast, tooth fairy must like them more. They get about five seventy-two a tooth. Dang, economy's booming. Jeez. Yeah. So they've been tracking this for years. Back in 1998, the average price per tooth was $1.30. So it's gone up. My tooth fairy is still social distancing. Oh, she hasn't come to the house? Mm-mm, nope. Can't not able to do it. COVID restrictions. <laughs> not happening. Okay. Being safe. That's hey, good. stop being cheap. <laughs> tooth, hey, hey, Tooth Fairy, I'm talking to you out there. <laughs> let's let's stop being cheap. Okay, what else? Okay, Bobby, how long do you drive with the check engine light on before you get the engine checked? <laughs> Immediately. If a check Immediately. engine Immediately. If a check engine light. Right like, away, you drive straight no, no. to the dealership. Don't ask me a question if you're going to hate my answer immediately. <laughs> because it's can't. No, I'm going to tell you what happens. Okay. As soon as it pops on, I make a call and schedule an appointment. Okay. You can't just drive it over right then. But yeah, immediately I make the call. Well, most people... Haters, man, I gave an answer. <laughs> I mean, that's impressive because most of us don't. Right. But, it, but isn't that on brand with how I live my life? Yes, it's exactly on brand. Most people drive around for an average of nine days with the check engine light on before they actually take a step to get their car in the shop. Well, I'm not most people. Mm-hmm. I'm scared. I'm I'm built from being scared that if something broke real bad, I would never be able to afford to get it working again. So when something hurt or when something broke, get it fixed immediately. Because if it broke more, it may be dead forever. My rear left tire, low pressure for weeks now. Well, the air does that, right? So the hotter the temperature gets outside, the more your air in your tires expand. If right. you ever wake up in the morning and it's really cold, it's the opposite has happened. So... You can air them back up, but I wouldn't fill them super up because when it gets warmer, they're going to expand again. Hey, um, if you're driving on a really hot day and your your tires look, especially if you're driving a truck, I know all this from studying to get my CDL, <laughs> but if you're driving like an 18-wheeler or, or a truck, a big truck, and your tires are way bit on a hot day, do not let the air out because when it normalizes, you're going to be extremely low after it happens. Oh, gotcha. Mm, okay, okay, Bones. You're welcome. Mm, Thank yeah. you. Well, I guess moral here is go get your car looked at if the check engine light comes on because half of Americans have been late or completely missed an event because their car ended up breaking down. Exactly. And you don't want to miss anything. Exactly. So Lauren Elena and John Party, they put out a song together, Getting Over Him, and it talks about dive bar kissing. And even though Lauren co-wrote it, she said she hasn't ever just kissed a guy in a bar. So my question is... Everybody, hmm. have you ever just kissed somebody at a bar? Yeah, I mean, probably. Way long, long time ago. Probably, I just can't remember me doing it. I would hope. I'm just saying, probably because I hope I did. Is that on <laughs> par for you, the way you live your life? I just can't imagine a girl ever when I was going to bars making out with me in a bar. I was no treat, and I can't, I never got girls out at bars or clubs. But you were funny on the dance floor, so you would woo them that way. Let me tell you about being funny on a dance floor. <laughs> It got people to dance with you, but it did not get people to make out with you. Ah oh, man. So I can't remember a time, but I'm going to go yes, because I just hope in my heart at one point somebody <laughs> kissed me at a bar or a club. 
Yeah. Eddie, you say yeah? For sure, 100%. Yes. Random person. Random person. You just kissed them at the yeah. bar. Yeah, I sure did. Man, Pretty yeah. cool. I wonder what it'll be like for kids. Because, I mean, in college, yeah, I'm sure that probably happens oh, more a lot. often. I, yeah, but didn't, didn't for me. Don't worry. In the, <laughs> but in this, once we get out of COVID, I wonder if that'll change for college kids. No, like, oh, everybody's going to be vaccinated. We'll be rocking even oh, yeah. harder. I forget yeah. about that. Okay, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So Marvin Cornett was serving with the 82nd Airborne in Italy in 1944 when he was injured by fire. He was never given a Purple Heart for this, though. His family had no idea until his daughter found out what had happened to him. So then she reached out to veteran associations and different groups of people that make this sort of thing happen. And they were able to pull his records and found out, yeah, he should have been given a Purple Heart. So they were able to make it happen, and he got it 76 years after being injured. World War II wow. vet. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. really cool. Crazy cool. It, I mean, shout out to his daughter for doing the work and recognizing that. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! You should be getting this because it could be easy to just be like, oh wow, that's crazy. I love America. All the feels are here. Mm-hmm. You know, when you drive behind a car and you see that purple heart in the license plate, you just think like, man, whoever's driving that car is a bad. I often salute the <laughs> license plate. I'm like. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Put my hand on my heart, but then I got to realize two hands on the wheel. All right, that's a good one. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's go over to Amy now and get in the morning corny. The morning corny. A little poem for you today. Poem, okay. I dig, you dig, he digs, she digs, we dig, they dig. It's not a long poem, but it's deep. (laughs) <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the morning corny. I'm into it. Mm-hmm. They're pretty funny. <laughs> I kind of liked it. Yeah, me too. I was looking in the news. I saw that Discovery has like 11 million subscribers after just one month. Really? They, they have so many shows on that app. So I'll watch it. We watch it. You watch it, I watch it, we watch we it. We watch it, it. they watch deep. it. It's deep. <laughs> uh, HGTV, Food Network, TLC, A&E. It's seriously the biggest collection of real-life entertainment. Over 55,000-plus episodes, 2,500 bucks, or 2,500 shows, more than that. Over 2,500 shows. Discovery Plus has our favorite shows and personalities, plus exclusive originals all in one place and half the cost of other streaming services, $4.99 a month or $6.99 if you want ad-free. Stream what you love on Discovery+. Plus. Also, Dr. Pimple Popper. Don't oh, watch that. Oh, I, I, I do. Oh, oh, oh my 600-pound life. I love it. I can't, I can't watch it. Can't watch those. I tried it, Bones. I really almost oh no, it's yeah. amazing. Threw up. Yes. No, the 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 title is awesome too. It's Dr. Pimple Popper. This is it. <laughs> like instead of <laughs> this funny. is it. This is it. <laughs> That's, That's pretty funny. funny. Uh, Pimple Popper pops again. Yeah. Maybe like the oh nice. It's good. So I guess maybe this week, Caitlin and I are gonna get our wedding bands in because we're getting married a few months. And so, obviously, we can't wear them on our hands, but I thought, what if I wear, like, a chain and put the, the ring on a chain? I'm not even a jewelry guy, but I can't imagine spending money on this thing and then not wearing it. <laughs> Just having it sitting somewhere. Oh, boy. And you guys all made fun of me. So Lunchbox went out to get some opinions from people. 
He talked to people walking by his house. How did you manage to do this? I sat in my front yard, and as they're walking by or they're walking their dogs, I'd just be like, oh, how's it going? How's the weather? I got a question for you. And I'd ask him the question about you wearing your ring on your chest like a weirdo. All right, here we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's cool. I think it's it's really sweet. It shows he loves her, so, yeah. There you go. Huh. Looney Tunes in the background. Are you jamming the music? What you got? No, there's some. Uh, there's just people. There's music everywhere. People put their boombox on the front porch. I mean, it's weird. <laughs> Here's the next clip. I think that sounds like something you do in high school and not as an adult. Oh. Like, what do you mean, high school? Like, meaning that's what a young person would do. <laughs> so you wouldn't do that as a guy? No, I wouldn't do it. Hater. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one more. I mean, it's all personal choice. I mean, I would like, I personally like the necklace rather than wearing it on my finger because I do a lot of stuff with my hands, like working with power tools and stuff. So I understand why someone, because I got people, they wear silicone rings yeah. instead of regular rings. It doesn't make him less of a man? No. He, he defines what makes him a man. I feel like he didn't understand the question. I think he thought I was just supposed to wear it on my neck all the time. He was like, man, people wear it on the neck all the time. But I like that he he's like, no, he defines what makes him a man. So that's permission right there. Put it around your neck and be like, I define my manliness. How do you define it? <laughs> hmm. Manly. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> what is the definition of man to you? I don't. I don't. Um, I mean, that someone easy? who takes responsibility for themselves and their own actions. But I, if that's the case, I think women that's can be manly. That's women too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Womanly. Yeah. I guess I just don't think. I mean. That, I guess it's by society standards. Yeah. If you say, like, what's what does it mean to be a man? I would say someone who owns up to their mistakes, someone who is responsible for uh, themselves and others. But I don't think you have to be, I don't think you have to have a ding dong to be a man if that's the definition of it. Mm-hmm. You know oh. what I mean? Yeah. I thought you were going to say lunchbox. Uh, you did not think I was going to say that at all. Yeah. Um, all right. What's the definition of a man? Lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> About once a month, I'll bring in a bunch of segments that I didn't do because I looked at them and thought, there is no way we do these. It's called Rejected Segments. Oh. Let's start off with Rejected Segment number five. Number five. This segment, and I don't want to call you guys out sometimes who wrote them. I'm just going <laughs> to read this one, okay? I saw a, this is about Lunchbox to go do a bit. I saw a garage sale by the house. Lunchbox goes to a garage sale and tries to buy the guy's garage instead of all the things for sale. Ooh, like storage wars. He keeps offering more and more money, and the guy gets mad for having a garage sale. Then he gets mad at the guy for having a garage sale sign when he's not selling the garage. That's actually kind of funny. He was. It's actually really funny. So that's number five that we didn't do. I don't want to go in somebody's yard and record a bit. It's, just it's the, like at their own home. Yes, I'm yes, sure yes. You'll get asked to leave faster than anything. <laughs> Mike D wrote that one, so we did not do that one. All right, here we go. Next up, number four. Lunchbox sent this one, and he sends in a lot of these where he is kind of the hero of the story. He said, "Lunchbox is a hero." Let's do a segment called "I See You," because the dude pulled out a cell phone as he walked to the grocery store. His credit card fell out of his pocket. And I gave it to him. <laughs> so I think I need to be recognized as a hero on the show. So he was just being normal. <laughs> no. He said, should I now be called a hero? That's what he wants us to debate on the air. Do you guys want to debate that? Sure. No. Is it really a debate? <laughs> it's a nice guy and someone would have done it for you too. Hey, not necessarily. If it would have fallen into the wrong hands, they would have gone straight to the store and charged all their groceries to that guy. He had no idea the card was on the floor. He was too busy chatting on his cell phone. But you know what? When a hero steps in, a hero steps in. Let's do number three. Mm -hmm. Number three. 
Uh, Mike D sent this one in. I was watching an old clip of To Catch a Predator on YouTube last night. What if we send Lunchbox out to bust random people in public to catch a predator style with a fake camera, but they have no idea, and then he apologizes, says, oh, wrong person, wrong person. It's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Like, it's really not. A, well, but God, yeah, no what wants to be called a predator. accidentally is? That'd yeah, but what awful. if they're like, oh, you got me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I they, know. They confess. It's awful. And then we're, I mean, all, we're awkward like, uh. <laughs> Hold on while I call the cops. <laughs> uh, okay, here's rejected segment number two. Number two. This is Eddie. He says, hey, can we keep having singers from TikTok on the show? I'm thinking we do this once a month, but we have to keep them or cut them. If they're good, we tell them, but if they suck, we send them out immediately. Like American Idol. Amy, you have to tell them to their face. No like, way, I I'm can't not do that. I, We don't bring people in and say you suck. Okay. Yeah, but, if anything, you want to encourage them to keep it their dream and work hard. Like, what, what, what do they they're need good. to do to change? If they're good, but sometimes you got to tell them, like, hey, you just got to stop this dream right You're going to tell someone that? I don't, I don't want to, but I think it'd be a good segment. Rejected well, segment. Ah. This show is not about <laughs> luring people in and then telling them you're not good. Okay. They stopped doing that American Idol six, seven seasons ago. We yeah. haven't done that at I all. I guess for a good reason, huh? Right. Yeah. Uh, this one's tied for number two. So hit number two again, please. Number two. This is a rejected segment, again, from Mike D. He gets really creative with his ideas. Mm -hmm. He said, we've really been into drawing names from a hat to do dumb things lately. Here's my idea. We put everyone's name in a hat, draw them one by one, and the last two left in the hat have to kiss each other. <laughs> what? What's wrong with That's you, Mike? So, what? <laughs> how is that even like a thing? Like everybody on the show, basically. <laughs> what? What were you saying, Amy? Well, we're all, most everybody is, has a significant other, yeah. and then it just causes drama. I would and just then, think it was gross more than anything. I don't <laughs> kiss my, Eddie. My no. thinking is, who does Mike need want to kiss? Like, why did he come up with this idea? Who Cry is Eddie. Eddie, oh. Eddie looks good now. Weird, weird. All right, <laughs> and, and here is your number one rejected segment. Number one. And this is legitimate because Lunchbox went to Scuba Steve, our executive producer, and said, hey, I have an idea. Lunchbox wanted to do a segment where he called Tiger Woods' hospital that he's in in a little kid voice, act like Tiger's son. Oh, my gosh. And try to get them to patch him through to Tiger Woods. <laughs> I mean, guys, how genius of an idea is that? Just think about it. Tiger Woods isn't talking to anyone, but we get the exclusive one-on-one -on -one audio of Tiger Woods from his hospital room. If you ask me, that is a slam dunk. We would be all over the national news. Oh, my goodness. Tiger Woods talks to the Bobby Moan show. But he thinks he's talking to his son. Yeah. Which, by the way, you're not going to be able to get through because I want to hear your voice of yeah. Tiger Woods' son. So I'll, I'll answer. I'll answer. Uh, Cedar Sinai Hospital. Oh, uh, yeah. This is Tiger's son, Charlie. Can you connect me to his room, please? Uh, huh. Do you not have a cell phone number? His cell phone was lost in the wreck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty good. Wait. That does not sound like a 12 year old boy. It sounds like a 12-year-old boy in a helium balloon. <laughs> like, Miss Piggy, is that you? Um, we do have one honorable mention oh. This was, that was submitted. It's uh, Name That Salary. We all submit how much money we made last year, and then I read them aloud. We have to match the show member to the salary. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That sounds awful. But probably easier than we think. Let's be real. Oh, my goodness. That's called... That was Rejected Segments. Oh. Amy, we've been getting a lot of emails asking about your kids and how they're doing. Uh, fill us in. 
Well, had a virtual teacher parent conference with Stevenson's teachers, and I feel like they've got to love that these days. I mean, they probably want kids in the classroom face to face, but not having to have the parents come into your classroom probably got to be clutch for them. But also, parents, you don't want to go to the school, do you? I know we exactly. Like I was like, this is amazing. Oh. Like we're still like communicating with the teachers, getting updates, and he's doing really well in school. What grade's he in now? Uh, third. He's been yeah, third grade. How old is he? He's ten. Is that third grade? I have no idea, honestly, that how it's supposed to stack up. But it's they're able to meet him where he's at as well. So he's able to be with peers in third grade. But like his reading level might be at second grade and math might be at first grade. But they meet him where he's at. By the way, Amy's kids came from Haiti. Yes. And they uh, English is a second language. Yes. So there's uh, yeah, they're just playing catch up. And what happened with your daughter? For a little bit. Well, I accused her of smoking. So that was. Oh, wait, wait, what did you say? And how old your daughter? <laughs> She's 13. So and what she happened? she smelled like cigarette smoke when she got in my car. <gasps> and where, like, where their school is like, n- nobody smokes there. Like, I've never seen anybody smoke. Like, I don't even know if smoking's allowed on a campus no, at all. I, but no. But a, my teacher. <laughs> what kind of elementary <laughs> school would allow it? Well, she's it's in middle school. Okay, what kind of junior high would allow it? Listen, I don't know. I don't know if they can sell drugs on the corner at school. They might. Who knows? Like, if there's, like, for a smoke break for the teacher, it's like, I don't know. I kind of was like, why do you smell like smoke? And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't smell like smoke. And I'm thinking... So, Sherry, you smell like cigarette smoke. Like, are your friends smoking? Are you around people that are smoking? Are you smoking? And then come to find out, we had stepped on, I don't know who. I guess it was probably me because it was on the driver's side. But I don't know. Sometimes she starts my car for me. I don't know when the cigarette butt got in there. But there was there was in there. And then we had to turn on the heat. And I turned it on from coming from the bottom. Oh. And I think it woof, push, pushed that smell up. Like, you know, because it hadn't been there. So I don't know how long the cigarette butt was there. I thought she had been around smokers or she was smoking herself. You thought she was smoking. You accused her of it. And it was really just the air from the floor being pushed up and there was a cigarette. So. Did you apologize? Of course. It wasn't like I, she was about to ground, be grounded and I was going to. You wouldn't have grounded her for smoking? No, no. I didn't really, I just briefly accused her because I couldn't figure out where the smell was coming from and I knew it wasn't coming from me. So I just thought for a second it was coming from her and then we figured out the problem. And yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, but smoking's bad, you know? She's like, oh yeah. (laughs) Duh, yeah. Nasty. (laughs) Sounds like the kids are doing good. Yeah, they're doing great. Thank you guys for asking. Uh, You can always hit us up on our Facebook page or through the email, bobbybones.com. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. So this is cool. Riley Elliott, he's a Uber Eats driver, and uh, he was having a bad day. I mean, he was he did this one delivery that took him 45 minutes. It cost him $3 to park the car, and oh. then when he got the order, they only paid $2 and didn't even tip. So he gets on TikTok. He's like, guys, I'm, I've been having a really rough month. He lost a dollar in that whole... Apparently, this wasn't the first time. So he goes on a rant on TikTok, and he's like, it's just been tough for me this month. A lot of people aren't ordering food. Uh, I I can't pay my bills. And then this happened to me. So he only had nine followers on TikTok. But I guess TikTok, when you go viral, you go viral. People started watching this video. It turns out after a while, he got $50,000 in donation. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, people just donated to him. I need to go on my TikTok. Hey, guys. (laughs) No, no, don't start doing that. (laughs) 
<laughs> so, so that's really cool. And you know, he's like, he did a follow up video after he got the money. He says, "Well, guys, my life's changed. Like, I can pay my bills now." And he also donated twelve thousand of that money to other people that needed it. Wow, yes. even donated it. So this is like a double. 20, tell me something good. Pretty cool. I ordered some Postmates the other day because. Some places have Uber Eats, some have Postmates. And we try to do it no more than twice a week, period, all in. Because we were doing a little too much. But to order Postmates, guy drove up in the driveway, monster truck, whoom, chromed out. This truck had to cost $70,000, $80,000. And you're thinking, huh? Well, I'm torn. Like, is he doing Postmates to pay for this truck or is he doing Postmates for fun? Ooh, good Just call. Just showing yeah. off his truck. Is it like a one big flex? <laughs> Both? Fine so did by you me. ask him? No. no I, didn't ask I, just, him. I didn't get the food. But I was like, dang, well, that's, a, that's a cool truck right there. Uh, Eddie, that's a good story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. We welcome you into this world if you want to call us. 877-77-BOBBY. 877-77-B-O-B-B-Y. Let's do the news. Bobby's Big Story. Let's start with Lady Gaga's dogs. They were returned. Uh, I'm going to play a clip here from CBS Los Angeles. The LAPD confirmed the woman brought the dogs to a uh, police station around 6 p.m. Here's a clip. LAPD says Friday evening a woman brought the pets to LAPD's Olympic station in Koreatown. We've learned a rep for Lady Gaga went to the precinct and confirmed that they were her dogs. LAPD won't say much about the circumstances surrounding their return, but they are looking into if the attack and theft were random or targeted. She offered half a million dollars for the reward. She said she's going to give it to this person. Wow. It just, if I were a random person and I wasn't super tuned into what was happening on TMZ, Lady Gaga, the dogs, and I saw two dogs tied up, I don't think I'd take them to a police station. Like a little bit of me smells a rat. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't wait till we hear more about this story because it's still so crazy to me that this happened. It's only a slight rat. Like, I still have faith that everything's on the up and up. Yeah. But I would go, huh, you found these two dogs tied to a pole and you thought you'd take them to the police station, not the pound, not a rescue. Not, like, I wonder what's happening there. Yeah, very interesting. I would still put the odds on it being legit, but a little bit of me would be have one eye open. But, because that's some heavy money involved, too. $500,000? Oh, it's... Like, if you stole those dogs and then realized, oh, boy, half a million dollars, why don't we get Sean's Ooh. cousins? It, it, You could just do it a couple layers away. Not saying that's what happened, but I'm just glad the dogs are back. And the guy, Ryan Fisher, the dog walker, is going to make a full recovery. Imagine that. You're out walking dogs. Somebody attacks you and shoots you. Shoots you. For dogs. And how about this guy getting a little bit of kish cash? We're getting $500,000 to the <laughs> dog walker. You're, oh, I'm or to, sure to the dogs. she'll. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll take care of him. How about a little, little suffering cash cash? <laughs> Come on, you gotta get shot in the stomach for two dogs. Let's compensate him. Uh, let's do some more news. Bobby's other story. Here are your Golden Globe winners. Some of them for best drama series, The Crown. That one's tough for me. I liked the first couple seasons, but then it's just so slow. Oh, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Caitlin likes it, too. Mm -hmm. The Crown rocked it. Best Actress, Best Actor, uh, Best Musical or Comedy Series went to S Creek. It's a good show. It's a, it's a really good show. I think, too, the, the fact that it ended, that helps win awards. It's almost like when you end, it's like a tribute mm -hmm. to, here is an award for all that you've done. Uh, Jason Sudeikis won for Ted Lasso, Best Actor, yes. Musical or Comedy, which is really good. 
Some people are wondering if he maybe had smoked a little something before his acceptance speech. Oh, did he look a little <laughs> high? He was in a hoodie. And again, most of them were virtual because the pandemic. But here's a clip. Yeah, I mean, I'd say that. I mean, that's that's nuts. Uh, I mean, this is the that's that's nuts. Especially uh, that's crazy. Okay, all right. Um, I want to I want to give this a shout out to all the people I get to act with on this show because they're uh, incredible. And so uh, I appreciate uh, everybody looking out. And Don's right. I got to wrap this puppy up. You know, never been never been my forte. So congratulations. <laughs> uh, best animated film went to Soul, which was yeah. really good. So uh, those are just some of yours. I did see the girl won for uh, The Queen's Gambit. Oh, oh that's cool. awesome. And I don't think they're doing The Queen's Gambit too now. How they were talking about it, she was like, man, I would do this series again. Because it won for like event. But I thought they'd bring it back for a Queen's Gambit part two. That'd be cool. Uh, let's do one more set of news. And it's in sports news. And obviously I'm a diehard sports fan. Um, but this one is Eddie. Eddie's kids won their only first ever <laughs> basketball game. It was the final game of the season, which makes a record. One and nine. Oh, yes. At least they could go out with a win. Oh, yeah. We'll give you a small thank clap. You, thank yes, you. Thank you. That's great. I mean, I didn't do anything. It was all them. So congratulations to them. They killed it. The whole team, the how coach, much, everyone. How much money did you give your kids for winning? Ooh, it was almost about $40, guys. Really? Whoa. Yeah. For the, whole, for the rest oh. of the season, for what? whatever. Yeah. yeah. But th- they won. Was it a close game? Uh, yeah. It was a two-point game. So yeah, it was close, it was really close. And then my foster son at the very end, so so there was like 10 seconds left and the other team had the ball, they were driving and my son just grabbed the ball from the guy and held it and fell on it. I'm like, that's the best thing you could have done. You won the game, like totally. And he was so happy. How did they react after winning their only game of the year? Bones, they acted like it was a Super Bowl. Like, like they jumped up and down, they yelled. I mean, it was unbelievable. We took them to Sonic afterwards. It was a, it was a big day. Nice. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank you, thank you. See, I thought that needed news. It did. There you go. <laughs> Close it. it up. Bobby's Big Story. Let me take this call from Dylan in North Dakota. Hello, Dylan. What's happening, bud? Hey, Bobby. Um, I'm just wondering about your show, uh, uh, by Um I have Discovery Plus. And that has a Nat Geo. Is that going to be? Is your show going to be on that app or no? Well, Nat Geo is on Disney Plus, so it'll be on Disney Plus. Um, my show starts May thirty first, Memorial Day, and it'll be on Nat Geo, and then it will get put up on Disney Plus. So, because uh, on the Disney Plus app, it is Marvel, Nat Geo, and then some. Other, what are the other two? Um, Maybe Pixar. What Star Wars? Star Wars, yeah. And Pixar, maybe. I think Pixar, so. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be up there on Disney Plus. Okay, that's awesome. I can't wait to see that. What's happening uh, in North Dakota uh, today, Dylan? How's, how's it going over there? Uh, negative two, uh, oh. cold weather. Um, little to no snow, though. Mm, I heard negative two and I stopped listening. <laughs> I just didn't want to get sad again because <laughs> we went through our cold. He said negative two. My, whoop, turn my ears down. Uh, well, Dylan, appreciate your call, man. I hope you have a great day. Yeah, you too, Bobby. Uh, Love your show. Thank you, All bud. Right. Talk to you soon, hopefully. Stay warm. We got out on the basketball court a little bit yesterday. It was like 58, 59. We went out and oh, shot. it was a great day, yes. It's still wet, but we shot a little bit, and it, I felt like I was... Feel good? Yeah. Well, it was the first time. It's, it's been freezing cold, like since like last October or so. We haven't been on the basketball court at all. Yeah. In the neighborhood, you start seeing people come out of their houses like, well, hey, look. Everyone's it's March here. 1st, baby. <laughs> Let's go. It's springtime. I know. Some of the kids, I'm like, well, they grew. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Like in my neighborhood. Not this weekend, but next, I think we set our clocks forward as well. Already? Uh-huh. So soon? Short. What do you mean so soon? 
We've been living on Yeah, I couldn't remember when in March that happens. Except we lose that hour of sleep. Not this weekend, but next weekend. Gotcha. We do it. Arkansas Keith is on the phone. He came and stayed in Nashville for a few days. First time he had been here. I guess since he was five or six years old. But really, first time he had been here. Um, And so he drove up, stayed a few nights. We did a lot of stuff, but he's on the phone right now. Hey, how are you? Good. How you doing? Doing pretty good. Uh, Let's see. We should talk about your time in Nashville. Amy, I'll let you. You have any questions for Keith? I just spent the last few days with him. Yeah, you know, Keith, sometimes when we're sitting around the dinner table at home, I ask my kids, like, hi, low. Like, what's the best part of your day? What's the worst part of your day? So I want want your, at least your high for sure from, like, what was the best part of your trip down here? It was all good. (laughs) Well, come on, Keith. I mean, there's, there's no low. There was no low. I was on a high the whole time. Right, but if you had to pick your favorite moment, like what was the coolest thing that you did with Bobby? Oh, man, I don't know. It was pretty cool sitting in the theater at home watching watching his show. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I showed him <laughs> I would say that. six episodes of Breaking Bobby Bones. And you said it was pre- you said it was good, huh? Yeah, I loved it, man. I liked it. And, and, you know, the theater, what can I say? That was pretty cool. It was all cool, though. I mean, it's just everything. I mean, I don't... I'm speechless to tell you the truth. Aww. <laughs> uh, I'm I think a big city boy, you know. <laughs> his worst would probably be driving up here. He got stuck behind an accident for like three hours on the interstate. If I were to assign a worst, he's supposed to get in at like four that day, but he got in at like eight o'clock because I guess there was a wreck. And he tried every way to get around it. He's like, I'll just go off this off-road. I'll hit this dirt road. And then he's like, well, back where I started. Oh, no. <laughs> Actually, two wrecks. Two wrecks, so... What do you What'd you tell your friends like, when you got home? What'd you tell your friends about the trip? Everything, man. I mean, I was just I, I just couldn't believe it, man. You know, the home you live in, your home, and uh, you know, Nashville, Grand Ole Opera, and I, I really, I really enjoyed, you know, the the Hall of Fame. That was pretty cool too. We went to the Country yeah. Music Hall of Fame and showed him around there. And then I work at the Opry, so I called him. I was like, hey, can I bring my stepdad to come check out the Opry? And they're like, yeah, sure. So we didn't get one of their guides. I guided because I know basically everything about that building anyway. And so I showed him all the dressing rooms, took him on stage, walked him through. It was pretty cool. <laughs> so awesome. if you love country music, like, we got to do cool stuff because, you know, I work in country music. And I, you know, for me, like the old part of country music is my favorite part of it. So I have all those relationships, so we got to do that and – uh, we had dinner a couple nights. Uh, I, we never went out. We ordered in every night. We oh. just kind of stayed at the yeah. house. Yeah. Keith, what did you think? I mean, that's the first time you've been around Bobby and Caitlin that long like that. What, how, what did you think about Caitlin and Bobby about to get married? Oh, they're, they're cool. They're cool. <laughs> a lot of smiles, you know? Yeah, you know, I, I spent a lot of time with Caitlin alone, too, you know, in the morning. Sometimes we go have breakfast. So it, it was cool. I, I enjoyed it. I, I mean, I... It was a great time. Great time. I would do the show, and Keith and Caitlin would go have breakfast every morning. So then I would get home, and then I would take the hand off for a little bit of the day, then we'd all get back together at night. And so uh, him and Eddie and Keith became best buds. Oh, yeah, we text all the time. You text now? I, I was about to text him right now, like, good luck, don't screw up on the radio, but it was too late. What would you think about Eddie, Keith? It's cool, man. We're going to be buds. I can see it coming. <laughs> We're buds. Hey, and I love Keith. I'm gonna be sending him a lot of fishing pictures, man. I'm gonna send you some pictures of some big old bass and walleye. We, we did talk a lot about fishing, but but now now every time the Hogs play, uh, he sends me a score update, and then he, he ends the text with "Go Hogs." So I love. It. I'm expecting that every single game. We watch a lot of basketball and a lot of baseball. We watch every baseball game for the weekend. They played Southeast Missouri, 
and then we watch all the basketball games. <laughs> That's great. So, well, all right. Anything else you'd like to mention from the trip? Uh, you, you know, I had fun going and getting the, the suits too. That was a blast. That's you know, right. Getting measured. Yeah, I got dressed up uh, for the wedding. Do you, do you cool. own a suit? I do. Yeah, I hadn't worn it in quite a, quite a while. <laughs> when's yeah, the, I do have a suit. When's the last time you you put on a suit? Oh, probably five years ago or six. I couldn't tell you, man. It's you know, it, uh, it's been a long time ago. So. I don't think my suit fits me very well now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was good to see you. Uh, glad you came. To hey, town. It was a blast, man. I tell you, it was it was a real it was a real good time. What are you doing today? Oh, back to work today, man. First day back. So, what will you do on your job today? Uh, I'm going to go put out some trash cans. At the park. The, yeah, the park's opening back up today, so we're going to have to put the trash cans back out. So that's. That's my thing today. Go put out trash cans. We'll be placing them all over in different parts, you know. We pick them up, and then we put them back out. So, so the is parks there, are opening back up starting today. Is there, like, a park truck, and you load it full of trash cans? you drive all around, like, a park, multiple parks? Uh, multiple parks today, yeah. We're driving around in a truck. I'll be driving a truck, and I got my sidekick here with me. We'll be putting out trash cans. That's, that's the thing for today. All right. Well, good to talk to you. Glad you had a good time. Yeah, it, it was a, it was fun, man. I, hey, I enjoyed the car too, the Tesla. That was too cool, man. <laughs> and then the car, you, you know, he he listened to Creedence Clearwater Revival in the house up loud the whole time. Is <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing? Is the whole thing? All right, uh, see you later. Talk to you soon. All right, be good. All right, bye bye. There it there is. <laughs> um, it was good. I was listen. He was always like, "How far do you live? Can I get there in a, in a day?" And I was like, "It's about six hours. Just come, just come on. We drive to Arkansas all the time." Uh, and he's, so he finally came, and then on the way back home, he's like, that wasn't so bad. I'm going to come back soon. We're like, come on. You come and stay whenever you Very want. Cool. That's awesome. So, it was good. International Women's Day is in one week. So what we're going to do here on the show, I'm going to assign everybody a report. You have a 90-second presentation of an inspiring woman through history. Whoa. Okay. Mm. So... We're doing a lot of stuff on ne- next Monday, a week from today, for International Women's Day. But one of them will be your 90-second report. And do we pick just anyone? That's what I was about to ask you. Do we have to get it approved? It can be any female, celeb, historical figure, musician, entrepreneur. Nice. It really can be anybody, but I'd still like like for you to go through approval through Mike D. Just in case. <laughs> okay. Just, I feel like there's no one we're going to say no to. Okay. But there are certain folks in here that may... You know, decide to do something dirty. Mm-hmm. Let's do their favorite star. <laughs> I didn't, no, we're just going. That, that's what it's going to be. Okay, so uh, next Monday. What are you handing me here? That breaking ah, news. Thank you. No, I, okay. Scuba Steve came running in like <laughs> news was happening. Yeah, Walter Cronkite over here. Uh, this just in. <laughs> Raymundo dominated the polar plunge this weekend. Uh, last week, Ray lost a bet and had to go do the polar plunge. Uh, here is Raymundo explaining what he's wearing and his plan for the jump. All right, what up? It is Sizzin. I'm at Nissan Stadium. It's 60 degrees out, kind of balmy. The water, I'm being told, is like 20 degrees. There's practically ice on. It's like a pool. A little bit nervous. I got a polar bear jammy on, and then I'm going to de-robe that and wear some swim trunks. I'm going to try and do a backflip. They're going to be pissed, though. All right, I'm about to do this. Where'd you get the jammy? Uh, wife came up with it. She said it'll be cute because the theme of it was polar bear, so I was dressed as a polar bear. Yeah, it looked great. Yep. It and was, so she it. here is the MC introing Raymundo, but he says his name wrong. What's your name? Bobby Moncho, Raymundo. Oh, 
Ramondo. Yeah, yeah. All right, next we have Ramondo, the Body Bone Show. It's gonna take him a second. He's gonna strip down. You know, a brave man would jump in with a dog. It's my wife's jammies, so she's like, don't go in with it. Yeah, I want to hear you guys go crazy. We're doing audio and stuff, so let's go. We'll do a three, two, one. Let's go. All right, let's hear from Ramondo from the Bobby Bone Show. Let's count him down. Three, two, one. Let's play. He did a backflip. Yes, he did. In a crazily athletic move, Raymundo did a backflip. I had to pull it out. It was a pretty slow event. I was like, I really need to bring it right now. Even though they said not to do it, I I did it. Here, here's Raymundo talking about it at the end. Susan Raimundo here uh, just dominated the polar plunge. It was a lot colder than I thought. Uh, when I first went into the water, it, it, there was a small amount of ice glaciers on it. They told me not to do a backflip. I did a backflip. They're a little pissed. Uh, but it was for the Special Olympics. We raised a bunch of money, 600 bucks. Uh, but seriously, we got to go, though. The guy's, like, really pissed at me. So. <laughs> uh, nice job, Raimundo. Yeah. Or what did that guy say? Ra- 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 how is he saying his name? Ra- Ra- so Let's go over to Ricky in Georgia. Ricky, how are you? Good morning, studio. Morning. Um, Bobby, I just want to ask um, how your dolls are doing together since I had a lot of training. They're doing okay. It's a slow process. Here's the issue. Whenever Eller, the dog we adopted, because she was basically right off the street, she was a bit aggressive at everything because that's how she was born and raised. She had to fight for stuff on the street, right? So when she comes to the house, she's like, I still got to fight for everything. Um, she's gotten better, but Stanley, the bulldog, doesn't realize that once he comes inside with her, she doesn't want to play anymore. So they'll be outside in the yard playing hard. They get along great outside. But they come in, Stanley's still ready to go, and he will rock at her, boom. And and then, so they just have different, like, love languages. <laughs> and so at times inside, they will get into it bad. Uh, sometimes blood, um, but it's getting better. We're like 80% better right now. She still has resource guarding, which means anything she has, she's just people taking it away from her. So once she has something, Stanley can't go get it, even if she takes something of his. Like if he tries to go back and get it back, she will rip his face off. Mostly, she's wonderful. She just has those little things that she's trying to shake from being a dog pulled off the street. We're getting there. I think in a... Six months, I'm going to be like, this is the greatest, but I think Caitlin's exhausted because I leave and come to work, and you know she's home, working from home, but she's still got two dogs. She's got to like watch from in, in both directions. But they're doing pretty good, Ricky. I appreciate that call. All right, thank you. I love y'all's show. Appreciate that. Thank you. Let me tell you about Caitlin for a second. So just the best, the best, the best heart. And so her and Arkansas Keith go out to breakfast at a place called the Pancake Pantry here in town. And they're there, and they're eating, and... You know, she's got to find a way to entertain him while I'm at work. And so they were doing a lot of the local spots. And so they go and she comes back. She goes, hey, I met, I met this girl at the restaurant. She came in and she was really upset. She was crying. She sat down beside us. She dropped her cell phone. Well, Arkansas Keith's like, hey, ma'am, you dropped your cell phone. Do you need some help? And she's like, I'm sorry. I just had a bad day. And Caitlin's like, okay, well, what's, is there anything we can help with? They, they don't know this person, right? She's just sitting next to them in the, in the restaurant. And... The, the woman's like, oh, you know, she had some personal stuff. Her husband's sick, et cetera. They had to drive in just because he was sick from another town a couple hours away. And Caitlin's like, oh, no. She's like, I don't know anybody here. Um, so that was, she, Caitlin comes home and tells me the story. She goes, we met this person. Um, I, she goes, and I got her cell phone number. I thought she thought I was psycho. Because I was like, give me your cell phone number because if you need anything, I'm going to text you my number and you text me. So Caitlin gets her cell phone number. And it's like 1 o'clock in the daytime. And 
She's like, all right, we, we need to do something for her. I'm like, great, do something. Let's let's go. I'm, I didn't meet her. I don't know anything about her, but I'm happy to support you. So that woman came over to the house and had dinner with us. Excuse me? Saturday. Really? <laughs> you had some... Hold on, hold on, hold on. So me, Caitlin, what? Arkansas <laughs> Keith, and the woman that she met at Pancake Pantry, we ordered Mexican food. Or pizza. Maybe I think we had pizza. Whichever. You had a big competition. Yeah, one we had maybe that night was fajitas. I think we had fajitas. <laughs> and yeah, she came over and had dinner at the house with us. Some lady she just met at a restaurant. You invited her into your home. We did. That she was there for a couple of hours. We ate hung out. Bananas. <laughs> like I understand maybe sending her a pizza to wherever she's staying, but saying, Hey, come into my home and sit around my dinner table. Wow. Yeah, no, I mean, there was a time, I guess I was talking <gasps> to y'all before it happened, and I'm like, okay, well, call me later, because I don't know if y'all are going to die tonight. Yeah, so like, Amy texted me at like one in the morning. She's like, did you guys get murdered? <laughs> it's great. Like, yes, it was great. I know, but you have gotten on to me multiple times for doing anything crazy, and I get, yes, Caitlin's heart is, is big, but... Like, how were you, like, you're supposed to be the one, like, my husband's the yin to the yang that's like, the res- like, hey, whoa, pump the brakes, can't do that. And I get that everything turned out fine, yeah. but I don't know that it'll always be that I way. I trusted her instinct. I asked, I said, hey, if it were me, I wouldn't be inviting anybody in randomly. Mm-hmm. We'd do something for them. Yeah. I said, but if you trust it, I'm here to support you. And so ordered a bunch of food. We sat around the table, talked for a couple hours. And she, she's dealing. Fine. She's dealing with a lot. Yeah. She was happy that... She had some people reach out and be friends. No, what a blessing. It's huge. Like, I love that it worked out. I just, yeah, we got, I just got to be, I've even learned over the years, we have to be careful. I'm going to tell you, yes, true. But she, she she is, she's got sometimes such a big heart Mm -hmm. that we went into, it was like snowy, sleety a couple weeks ago and we're pulling in and there's a woman standing out with a sign in the sleet. And she was like, hey, if you could give me anything. So I gave her some money and we, and she says, hey, it's my birthday. And we, I was like, oh, well, happy birthday. You know, hope, you know, you get enough money to go get some food or, you know, whatever your goal is. And so we go into the grocery store to get some groceries quick because, again, everybody's battling for groceries. And Caitlin's like, I can't stop thinking that it was that girl's birthday. So she goes and we get these big thing of cupcakes and a birthday card and a pen. And she writes this note to her and was like, hey, I know it was your birthday. I know this is the birthday that you wanted to have. Um, but we got you some cupcakes and a card anyway. So we got back in the truck and drove around and looked for her. We sadly never found her. So Eddie ended up getting the cupcakes. I did. Thank you for we, that. But Not my but birthday. My point is, like, she couldn't stop thinking about it. You know, once when COVID first hit, everybody was shut down and everybody went in their houses. You know, there were a lot of homeless people that depend on people giving to them out on the street in a way. So she was like, we can't do this. We made all the bags. She went to the store, got all these bags, made all these gift bags, and we took them out and just gave them to homeless people all around town. So, at times, I go, huh, we might get stabbed by someone coming to our house. <laughs> However, I'm going to trust you because this is what we do now. Yes. Um, but, yeah, it was, it, was, it was really good. I know. I'm glad it worked out. Me, I, me too. Yes. Oh. <laughs> and I knew immediately it was going to work out, by the way. I didn't know all leading up to it. I don't know how many people are at my house. Just because I'm pretty introverted anyway. I'm not doing the show. Especially people I don't know. And I've been robbed. I've been jumped. I've been, you you name it, it's happened to me. But as soon as she got to the house, I was like, oh, yeah, she's normal. She's like one of us. So it's great. I love it. 
If anything, it's in, I love the the cupcake story too, and not that I don't. That's not something you planned on telling on air. I guess it just kind of came up here, but I I think that's did you a know good that story. I did. Oh. Um, from I think because Eddie got I mean, the cupcakes. It happened a few weeks like, ago. It, Eddie got yeah, the cupcakes. It's, it's not something we talked about on air, but I think that that's a reminder to people of like to just think of those that are out there. I think that's she was having a birthday. That's yeah. That's not probably how she planned on spending her birthday. We don't know her circumstances, but just being considerate and thoughtful of where people are at and meeting them there. And yeah, if you're if you're at the store and it's close by, then why not do something special? And not that that's going to be every case of the homeless person you run into, but just hearing some of their story. Uh, speaking of Eddie, he ate a whole ball of wasabi over the weekend. Not voluntarily, but yeah. Well, we went to lunch. Me, Caitlin, Arkansas, Keith, and Eddie. And, I mean, it was a pretty big ball. I mean, think of a quarter and think of that as a ball. There you go. And we play what are the odds sometimes where if you play <laughs> what are the odds, we say the same number. You go one, two, three, and you both say a number. And so, Kaylin had told me she was going to say number three, but it, but I can't control Eddie. No, it was just a random number I thought she of. She was like, I'm going to say three. And so I go, one, two, three. She said three, and Eddie goes, three, at the same time. <laughs> so, Which means I have to eat the wasabi. Eddie had to eat the wasabi ball. We have clips of this, right? I'll play this for you. Uh, so here you go. Here is the audio of them doing the guests first. All right, here we go. Ready? Yep. What are the odds, Eddie? You yep. good? Yep. One, two, three. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so, do you understand the game, right? Because people were like, Kaylin showed you her number. That's cheating. There's I no can't cheating. make Eddie pick a number. No, no, no. Yeah. Was, she showed me to go. I've got Eddie figured out. I'm going to pick three. And plus, there's no cheating. I don't want to pick the number. Right. Like, so, even if I knew, like, I just didn't, I don't want to know the number. I didn't want to pick three. And here is Eddie eating the ball of wasabi. One, <laughs> two, three. <laughs> Eddie, please drink this. No, please. Drink some water, man. You can do it. Really, keep drinking water. Keep drinking water. I can't even breathe. Like it's burning my nose, dude. <laughs> Gone. You can see the whole video at uh, on my Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones. Have you recovered? No, yeah. Like, it wasn't, the, taking it down wasn't too bad because I didn't really bite it. I just swallowed the whole thing. But oh. man, as soon as I swallowed it, it was like a ball of fire going out my nose. And then everything was okay till about two hours later. Ooh, Bones. Oh, really? Bad times. Hmm. It was bubbling and burping and ugh, my stomach was rejecting it. Were you 100%. burping out the hot? It was burping something. Like, it was just Oof. like something neat wants to come up or either go down. Like, it doesn't, it couldn't uh, decide. And then about 45 minutes of that, it was gone. That's it. Well, you did it. I did it, man. You did it. Yeah, good yeah, job. you did it. You know what helped me get through is you guys kept saying like, hey, this is a good cleanse for your body. I know you're probably lying to me. Yeah, yeah I was just saying whatever it took. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah cleanse, cleanse. There's a contest where you can win $250,000 if you can prove you have any sort of superpower whatsoever. Ooh, okay, that's fun. So far, tons of people have applied, but no one has been able to prove that they have a superpower ability. That would be pretty cool, though. Yeah. And that's how someone would reveal it, right? Like, you have superpower, but it doesn't really make you any money, and you're not saving any lives. And you're like, this is so stupid. I can just <laughs> grow my hair as fast as I want. You're like, you grunt, and your hair grows. But then amazing. you can make some money doing that. What, that'd be amazing? Uh, yeah. If I could do that, if I could grunt and my hair would grow. <laughs> we watched the episode of WandaVision from this week. Have you seen it yet? Not yet. It's the whole, it's a backstory one. Okay. Caitlin was pretty bored with it. I really love this episode. I feel like I'm going to need the backstory. There's so also, you can also go and watch all of Wanda's history and Vision's history. They have clips 
up as well. Okay, I might need to do that. I feel like my daughter's having to explain things to me all the time. Well, Caitlin's never seen a Marvel movie. I've seen 66% of them. I've seen all of them. Yeah, everyone. Everyone. Every Captain America, every, every Iron Man. Si- yes. Really? Every Thor. Yes. Every Thor. Yes, because my kids love wow. all of them. Well, so I haven't. Huh. And so there are things, too, where I'm like, wait, why did that happen? But people are also still surprised, which is weird, that she, Wanda, is Mary-Kate Nashley's older sister. Yeah. Or younger sister, excuse yeah. me. Taller, but younger. Younger, yeah. Yeah. So, it's good. It's the only show they say this year has more viewers than Bridgerton on Netflix. WandaVision has more people watching it than Bridgerton does on Netflix. Wow. I, I feel awesome because I was ahead of the curve on this one. Well, Mainly just because of my daughter, but normally I'm way behind on things. <laughs> I love superhero stuff, but Mike D told me I wouldn't like it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and you love it, obviously. It's great. You can't we can't stop were, talking about it. And we wanted it, we set aside time to watch WandaVision. Like, neither one of, it's our show together, and we're like, okay, how about Sunday night at 8? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we have to both be focused. I had a piece of prime rib last night, and we watched WandaVision. Dang. Fr- prime rib, fried okra, and... A baked potato and one division. It's a good night. Yeah, sounds good. It's a good night. We will see you guys tomorrow. Bobby Bones. Ooh.